Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker. And in this week's show, the boys are finally running out of places to explore. And maybe, just maybe, they're actually going to finally wrap up this adventure and get home. But before that can happen, they find some crazy loot that just might blow up in their faces. Literally. So a little bit of a spoiler this week. I had Thirsty Hillman from Paizo create some specific loot just for the Roll for Combat crew. That's right, after the first episode with Thirsty, he and I got talking and he decided to come up with some loot specifically designed for Roll for Combat, and this loot is going to be inserted into episodes throughout the show. The very first one he came up with was a doozy. It is an updated version of the Deck of Many Things. For those of you new to role-playing who don't know what the Deck of Many Things is, it's perhaps one of the most iconic magic items ever created in Dungeons & Dragons universe. Basically, it's a deck of cards, and if you draw from the deck, something really great or something really horrible can happen. It's completely random. It's one of my favorite magic items of all time, and I really felt that Starfinder needed something similar, and Thirsty provided. You're going to find out what happens when the boys discover this version of the Deck of Many Things and what happens when they start using it. In addition, in addition, I'm making this magic item free for everyone. That's right, our first publication on Roll for Combat. I'm going to make it free for everyone to download and use in their own Starfinder campaigns. It was designed specifically to be easily inserted into any game at any time. There's both lesser and greater versions of this magic item, so it can be used for low to mid to even high-level characters. Again, it was written by Thurston Hillman of Paizo fame, who was on our very first episode, and he outdid himself with this. Do check out the website, and I'll have the link as to where you can download it. You can also go to our Discord channel, where it will be in our download section, and you can get it from there as well. Also this week, I'm going to talk about in my GM notes why adding randomness to a game is a good thing. A very good thing in my opinion. I think you're starting to see a theme here. The more we play, the more you see I'm adding a little bit of randomness to the game. And for those of you new to the show who have joined us, just listen what happens when these guys open up this crazy magic loot. It won't let you down. It's pretty funny. And as a bonus, I have some extra loot at the end of this episode as well. So let's get right into it and pick up where we last left off. The boys have finally finished exploring almost everything in this asteroid except one room. What are they going to do? Let's find out. 
You guys go to the east, and here you find some control rooms. There's various lights and control of the machinery that provide dim light. The chamber seems to be worn and torn between two worlds. The southeastern section is unfinished rock wall, while the northeastern portion of the room is finished with the same ceramic metallic plating found everywhere else. You do notice a door in the upper right-hand corner, and there appears to be several computer panels and screens displaying information, as well as areas where you can enter and hack the information, if you will, or access it. We need Tuttle. Yeah, we need you guys to get back up front. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. All right. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. We need Mouse and Robot and Clara. What's, what's Clara think of all this? She, uh, cool? Clara walks up. She looks around and she's like, hmm, interesting. Although... I'm not getting paid for any of this, so whatever you decide to discover, do so on your own. Well, you're not getting paid for anything, actually. You, you failed your contract. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Yeah. <laughs> her life is her payment. Wait, wait did, we, did we ask her? I forget. Like, where's your ship? Like, what happened to your ship? Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. You blew it up, remember? We blew it up. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Or more specifically, Mo blew it up. Well, I mean, somebody was in charge of the situation. That's true. Is it the worker who does the work or the manager who's responsible for the project? Oh, that's a middle management question if I ever heard one. Pilot is the key there. So I'm sorry, computers or engineering at this point? To hack this console in an alien language, you will definitely need a computer's check. And it looks like this is going to take... A fair amount of intelligence and diligence. So, do you want to take twenty? Well, we take twenty. That takes how long, though? How many? How much time is that? You, if you take a twenty, you feel that would be a bad thing. A bad thing? No, you can try and see what happens. It would take a while, I'm guessing. No, I'm just go oh, right. Right. Tuttle, Tuttle decides he rolls a twenty-seven, and you manage to bypass the first of several firewall systems. Looks like you need to continue hacking into the system to figure out what you're looking at. Well, this will be interesting. Are these systems attached to anything, or can we take them with us? They are completely integrated. Okay, just checking. Roll number two incoming. Rolls a 10 for 20. The bad news is, as you're going through and trying to disable... The system seems to trigger a countermeasure, and an arc of electricity explodes out of the computer. Give me a reflex save. Six, four, and 11. That's a zap. Uh, That is going to be a zap. Uh Uh-oh. That's a crispy mouse. For 23 points of damage. Oh, my gosh! What? Oh! 66 points of electricity damage. As you, oh my goodness! So well, you're dead. You're dead. Then. Um, well, no, but very close. How how is he not dead? Uh, stamina look, points. I mean, look at his. Portrait. I have something like twenty-eight or thirty points of total hit points and stamina points. Yeah. Really? Oh, my stamina, my stamina is seven, and my hit points are ten. It's time to make a ten-minute rest. After 
setting off the trap, you realize that this is some engineering slash mysticism trap of some sort. It seems to be a hybrid of technology and magic. A very, very sophisticated firewall. Something you haven't seen before. But you think you'll be able to disable the short-circuiting of the components with a significant engineering check. It shouldn't be too hard. However, if you fail, you're definitely going to get hit again. So you know what, let me let me try because I might be able to evade this damage if it, if I spring it. Okay. All right. It makes In sense. In the meantime, I'll take a ten minute rest. I'm going to take a ten minute rest so I can heal up the stamina. Yeah, that's a damage. good idea. So wait, uh, yeah. After your ten minute rest, you could actually assist me, and maybe not. If he assists, would he be in danger of taking damage also, or no? That's a good question. Makes sense to me. All right, I put back your 14 stamina points. It looks like the arc of electricity will probably only hit you, whoever is tinkering. All right, so I have a plus six. If you give me a, t- a plus two, that's close to your natural ability. All right, I will roll to assist. So this is going to be engineering to assist? Yeah, you, yes. you automatically do it, actually. Oof. Uh, 31. Cut, oh, cut, you could you could have uh, easily disabled it, but we're going to say you assist. Cut the, the blue wire. That's the game. Okay, I'll cut the blue 26. 26. He cuts the blue wire and he's like, no problem. That will not happen again. All right. Tuttle, I say you go for it again. I'll assist you. What the hell? Now that we think we've disabled the trap port. I fail to assist you. <laughs> you that's it's a computer's it's a computer's check, by the way, to um Oh. Well, I guess I fail. Tuttle, twenty-eight, you easily bypass the second firewall. You think there's only one left. I forgot we're level two. That's why I was thinking my level one character sheet, and I'm like, damn, that would have killed me. And a 23. Wait, I want to assist that roll. Oh, sorry. Too I'll, late. I'll, I'll assist it. You can assist. Computer or engineering? Computers. I assist. He assists. In fact, that 18 saved you. You retroactively, like, Tuttle was like, what? I thought it's this. And, and Hiroji's like, no, no, no. That. And he's like, oh, oh you're right. I'll, I'll never admit You have to hit enter to split the command. <laughs> Excellent. You suddenly see a flood of characters appear on the screen. Chicken, chicken, ching, 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 ching. You're like, oh, I can see. I can see the matrix. Except there's one small problem. It's not in a language you understand at all. I might understand it. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I got a Culture lot of- check. I get so many skills. It's embarrassing. To see if you can understand the language. Can I use any communication device to record it? Basically, I want to take a picture from my of phone. Of course. Great. I'm going to record all the symbols in case you he gets You can take a 20 on your culture check for this. I will take a 20 on my culture check. That Which will get you to 20. a... 26. 26. You look at it, you spend several minutes pondering it, and you think this is a control room from some sort of, and you think, massive power plant. And then you look at it again and go, no, no, wait. It's, it's, it's kind of some strange type of starship. No, no, wait, wait. This this was like an amusement park of some sort? And then you realize, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what this is. Sorry, I think it's a control room, but I'm not exactly sure. I, I Those two characters just, like, they, they can mean anything. I mean, I uh, could see this being a ship. I mean, just because it's got this construction in it. I mean, does well, it anybody a lot of things. Does anybody else have culture trained who might assist him? Well, um... I would think it's you a, would. I have, an, I have an okay. I have an okay. I got plus five. So 
Oh, well, then you can, yeah, you can take it's it's automatic. Yeah, it's an automatic plus it's two. It's automatic. Yeah. Right, I will assist them. Anyone else to push it to the 30? It's a little metagame, but that's the number that might be helpful. Uh, this operative might, to be honest. She might, because she's got a lot of skills like me. Right. Hey, you Clara. That's true. That's true. Clara, bring her a keep. He looks at you and says, I know computers, I know engineering, I know pilots, I know stealth and acrobatics. But culture ain't one of them. God, you're uncultured, you androids. <laughs> However, Torso's like, let me see. I think I know what this can be. Really? <laughs> he runs oh, up Lord. and he's like looking at all the stuff and he goes, it's a recipe for pea soup. We got to get rid of this guy soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he well, actually we can... helped once or twice, but yeah. He can try to assist. It doesn't hurt. Oh, no, I definitely can see. This is an ancient family recipe. It seems like it would be quite tasty and fun. Mmm, yes. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Um, so we cannot quite sure, but, like, is there anything else here? I mean, is it, like, a power switch where you can turn power on and get the, the air going or anything like that? Why, yes. In fact, there does seem to be some small cabinets and other things you can poke around. Well, well, moves back and away from that. I'll poke around. You poke around. Something opens up and tumbles out. Is it a body? Your father's lightsaber. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, no. Better than a lightsaber. Nothing's better than a lightsaber, but go ahead. I like a blaster. You find four square boxes that fall onto the ground but then start to float silver and gold diamond you're not exactly sure what they are but they do appear to be ancient and quite unique perhaps a check of some sort wouldn't understand what this is mysticism or engineering well i will use my telepathic ability my telekinetic ability to uh, move one into my hand you move it. It appears to be much heavier than you expected. It's a box approximately 10 inches by 10 inches by 10 inches. And it weighs one bulk. It appears to have no discernible way to open it. Perhaps you can rack your brain to figure out what this is. It's a gateway to hell. It's, a, it's the Hellraiser box. <laughs> it is. It's totally that. The tenabytes. Definitely backing away from this one. All right. I shall play with the puzzle box. Um, engineering check. There we go. Natural 20, baby. Natural 20. Hiroji, his antenna start to twitch. He's so excited when he sees this. He actually starts to stutter a little. He goes, oh my lord. This is a loot box of wonder in ages long ago. The first empires to achieve spaceflight found a galaxy filmed with primitive and developing life forms in those forgotten times those few evolved species busied themselves with various forms of entertainment perhaps none more than the now dreaded loot box the loot boxes of wonder are technological magical rare artifacts these boxes are left over from a bygone age thought to be rewards for the various hobbies and sports from those lost eras. They appear in the oddest corners of the universe, from the insides of seemingly abandoned asteroids, 
to the depths of jungles and populated worlds. Some such boxes float aimlessly in the open void, often appearing on sensors in the aftermath of a grueling starship combat. Clearly, such appearances are the result of some unknown magic that locks these boxes into their intended role as a, quote, reward, unquote. The loot box of wonder can take a variety of forms, though the most common is that of a floating silver and gold diamond. Greater loot boxes of wonder appear in the same form, but are mostly gold with platinum trim edged with precious gems. As a full action, you may place your hand or other suitable appendage on a loot box of wonder to open it. Once the box is open in this manner, something wonderful will appear, and the result appears immediately. A lesser loot box of wonder is destroyed upon use. However, a greater loot box of wonder instead teleports away to a different part of the galaxy once opened or after a 24-hour period in the possession of the creature choosing not to open it. The only known way to destroy a greater loot box of wonder is to open the box and require over 4,294,967,295 of the premium credits. This causes the box to spout a repeated integer overflow error, at which point the box loses all magical properties and can be physically destroyed using normal means. Wow, why would anyone want to destroy this wonder? Yeah, this sounds wonderful. It's... It gives us wonderful things. So there are four of these? There are four lesser boxes of wonder. Oh, oh, the things oh, they will show you. What oh, oh, oh. sights they shall Our show. Our suffering well, will be legendary. Um, well, there are four of us. It sounds like a deck of many things to me. Oh. That's hand it, it over. Is. I'll be the first Hand one. it over. I'm in. Okay. As an aside, <laughs> this item was created specifically for you people. Specifically for Roll for Combat. Really? Oh, good. By Thirsty himself. Oh, nice. Oh. Just all right <laughs> for awesome. you. I'm gonna go third. Yeah, I'm gonna go third after. Let's let's see what happens. All right, I'll I'll be the guinea pig unless somebody else wants to be. I want to watch. I'll stay. No, close. you're the guinea think. lizard. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take mine and and then everyone can have theirs. All right, so you if guys. I get... hadn't been zapped for all that damage, I would have probably been willing to go first. But yeah. yeah. Uh, you just watch watch me and see what happens. I'll cover you. I have my hand on my I'll be covered. Great. Okay, so um, yeah, I open it. Roll D100. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. Here it comes. That's so cool. 63. Not bad. Safe. It's safe. Uh, it's safe. Better. I'll Higher. take. I'll, I'll take safe. You open it up. The box glows. Suddenly, you're enveloped in red, blue, green, and white colors, and the box disintegrates in front of you. You have elemental protection. You have resistance 10 against acid, cold, fire, and electricity for the next 24 hours. Oh, that's kind of cool. I spin around with my arms out wide. I would like to shoot him. (laughs) (laughs) I have a new electrical gun. What would happen... Yeah, he said he's like immune to all, all damage. Right. Guys, Jason? there's nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear. Go ahead, Jason. open it. Go ahead, go ahead. 
Jason. But then the flip side is this: uh, is this something we should save for later? Well, no, because you can't save it because if if you don't use it in twenty four hours, it goes away. No, right? that's the greater one. The loose, lesser ones you can hold on to. This uh, is not a greater. The gra- the greater ones will disappear. Oh, what all the- right. I'm curious. I'm going to go ahead and open mine. Well, wait. Do, do you have any uh, healing serums at all? Uh, we're, we're completely out. We are we gave you the last right. one. Okay, I, didn't, I thought I got your second to the last one, but okay, I can't remember. Actually, I do have one. No, I'm out. Okay, I'm out of healing. He yeah, healing serums. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and open the box. What the heck? Open yeah. the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's, What's in the box? One D one hundred eighteen. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. This one's actually not bad. A glowing navy blue portal replaces the loot box. The portal will remain open for the next 24 hours, and walking in will teleport you somewhere. Well, oh, that is our way out. That that's, is a, that's a way out, kind of. Um, it's a way somewhere. So it's not a <laughs> hole. It's a teleport location. Like, we can't just, like, toss a rope in and watch the rope swing around, correct? That is correct. It will teleport you. Somewhere. Well, we've all played Portal. Can I reach in with an <laughs> arm and a camera, have the camera take a picture of what's on the other side, and pull my arm back? Yeah, yeah, it's not a, that's not no. a portable hole. Well, why not? not? Uh, John's saying no. I want to hear the DM say it. Well, he already answered the question. I mean, no, it's not. It instantly teleports you. It is an actual, I know what you're saying. It's not a portal from Portal. It acts more like a portal from Diablo um, or World of Warcraft. Like, you jump into it, and then it just brings you somewhere. Okay. Can we put a communication device and just toss it in and tell it to call us? Uh, We'll find out if we're within range of a communication device. It might be a different realm of existence. The communication devices don't have a huge range, so probably not. Idea. And we also right. are in these suits. I'm all. trying to work the problem. That's all. No, that's actually a good suggestion. I mean, we almost have that technology with Siri. I mean, we just need uh, Wi-Fi in in the teleport destination. That's that's basically you could tell. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't trust that right now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to mine because these seem like they have a duration. So I'm, I think if we're in dire straits, I'm, I'm gonna I'll use mine and maybe we can. All right, I'm going to go over here directly between Mo and Hiroji, and I'm opening mine. Oh, excellent. That's all right. I'm resistance to all of your negativity. It's funny that you... 79, highest number. That's a good number. Yeah. 79. Butterfly. Suddenly... The Ace of Spades. Rusty is covered in shadow. He appears to be difficult to see you gain 20% concealment against all incoming attacks for the next 24 hours excellent that sounds great very nice but wait people can't see me oh man these these things are getting to me you like to be seen don't you well if you... yeah basically you are inside shadow all right po- uh, possibly I'll... you don't understand the 18 charisma envoy i i, I do i understand the diva-ness the portal thing is sitting there and Taurus is like, what's that? Uh, that's a portal to another dimension. Maybe you can go in there and... S- no. Why not? 
Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, but if there's a boon to the first person who goes through that portal, I don't want it to give it to, to Are, be are a you going to go through it? I'm yes, I will question. go through it after well, this. Well, keep in mind these are supposed to be rewards. So yeah, I will go through it after good. this. Yeah, I, I have Jason a feeling. Absolutely right. I have a feeling that it is a kind of thing like a um, like an emergency thing. Like it's gonna, it's not gonna sure. be like it's not gonna tra- transport you to a, tra- yeah, a treasure room. It's gonna just put you somewhere. Like if you're in big trouble, like you get lucky enough that you have this thing, you could actually escape some horrible thing. Emergency evac or something. Yeah. Like, what was that movie? A Yellow Submarine, right? Didn't they have a hole that they used for stuff? Something like that. Mm. Um, Is that the right reference? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't remember know the Yellow Submarine. No, I couldn't sit through it. Yeah, I, I know exactly what he's talking about. The hole. <laughs> like, it was like a demand. Yeah. Anyhow, yes. So there's a blue portal right there. Oh, on the box. Okay, perfect. That's cool. I'm going to pocket mine for later use. Chicken. Okay, the men have to open their boxes, so um, right. Uh, I'm ready to open up this door since I am resistant to all forms of damage. Are there? Well, here's where it gets fascinating. You guys feel powerful, really powerful. Like, hmm. If I rested, I probably would go up a level. Maybe, but get new powers and new abilities and new fun things. That would be nice. All yeah, right, but, but how long does that take, though? Oh, sleep, sleep overnight. Sleeping overnight. Now, this is where it gets fascinating. You can't do that because you'll run out of air by tomorrow. So, your options are to spacewalk back to the Acheron, to go through here as level two and see where this takes you, or to go through this portal and see where it takes you. Or option four is to open up this door. That was option two. And then go into the portal. That is true. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I, I'm good with option two then. Yes, open the door and then go in the portal. I can take a hint from the DM. And I, I, I don't like the portal. the portal idea. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I'm a little so, worried well, about the portal idea. Maybe, we, maybe our communication will be... Uh, uh, if, if I don't communicate back when I go through, then you'll know that I've gone to another dimension. And I mean, it could be good. I mean, it could, you're right. It could be just sort of like a, a portal still there on the other side. You can go yeah. come back. But, but I think, how about this option? Here's another option that no one mentioned. This portal is going to be there for 24 hours, yes? Yeah, we yeah. have plenty of time. Okay, so we That's should the go theory. back to the Acheron, rest, rearm, Come back as level three and then go through the portal. Yeah. I don't, um, okay. I, 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 I'm good with the we are just hurt. going through the portal. But yeah, yeah, but we are very so. hurt. Why, why look, not? Look at Tuttle. Why look not, at Tuttle. Why, why not Red? Yeah, Tuttle's messed up. The flip side is we don't have any healing potions even if we go back to the Acheron. So we get right. back our stamina, but we don't get any points. Right. Yeah, just by the way, a commune allows you wireless communications within a planetary range. It's basically a cell phone. So you can do it within the planet you're on, but you can't go planet to planet. Uh, uh, I trust uh, this reward. I think it's great. Uh, you've opened the door. We'll look at down the hallway, and then we can rest, I figure. Yeah, That's if there's great. anything grim. That's the worst idea. I mean, no, it's total- great. Don't worry about it. Well, you want to you open up that door, not go in, and then... And then well, rest. I don't know what I'm going to do. The door has to be open before yeah, I know what know. I'm doing. <laughs> you don't want to open things right now, Haruji. We, we, we can tell you're in that mood. So 
we can open the door, see if it's more than what we can handle, and then get out of dodge real quick. If uh, yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, it can run through the portal too. Whatever. But the flip side is, seven of us trying to get through the portal while we're being attacked might turn into a clown show. Whereas the portal will be here in eight hours. The door will be here in eight hours. We can go back to the Archeon, rest up, and come back, and everything will still be the way it is now. Exactly. And just to play devil's yeah, advocate, that's true. if you go through the portal and something's after you, it can go through the portal. That's true. The, yeah, the, the okay. thing could come through the portal, too. And and we don't yeah. know what's on the other side of the portal. I mean, so... Right. The portal's probably All right. We're thing, lo- okay, we everyone's know. had their say. We're locked into indecision here. What does everyone want to do? Just speak uh, your vote. I, 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 I'm flipping. I'm flipping. Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, uh, Hiroji and Tuttle uh, faction and say we can rest up, heal up a little bit. I get my last point of strength back and uh, gain a Are level. you saying go to the Akron or are you saying Go to Akron. Great. That's three. We go. Recharge our air as well. Yep. Sorry. I wanted to cut through the next half hour of this conversation. We're going back to the Akron and we're resting up. I completely agree with Bob. the only problem though about our plan is now we have to actually level our characters, which is going to take time. Well, yeah, it's fine. I think I could level my character pretty quickly. I already took a lot of notes and stuff of what I was going to do. The other thing we might want to do is try to use the comms to talk to Nor and ask and tell him that the ship disappeared and figure out what how the hell we get out of here. Yeah, it's a good point. So we do have things to do when we go back and rest up anyways. Yeah, definitely. And I, I want to switch. I want to wear this new armor and put in the uh, the um, force field mod. Also, we may need Gevalorsk Nor's medical advice now that Bob is turning undead. Yeah. He's, you know, he's only, he's mostly undead. So when you level up, you get the max, you get just a static number of hit points. It's not a D-roll, right? Yeah, of course. Everything's static. That's long gone. Static hit points, static spell points. But, but static it's like everything. not an average. Like, um, no. It's, it's just um, eight. I just get eight. I get eight hit points yeah, per level. It's like eight. Yep. And like soldiers get more. Everyone gets a certain amount. I believe Cheddar gets a new drone mod this level. <laughs> oh, boy. Nice. You don't press that button. I'm going to push it for you. You guys have all these cool things written by Paizo employees. And you're like, oh, we're not going to do anything with it. I'm afraid of it. It could do that. Da- <laughs> what I think is going to happen, it's going to explode. It's going to be area of effect damage, and that could be bad. That could be no, very it, bad. It, it, may, it may not, though. It may, may turn in, like, I, I, it could be good. We should definitely use it. Next it might be, there might be, like, a whirling Ginsu of, chain, yeah. of chainsaw blades or something that might actually be really cool. The equivalent of the Death Blossom. This is all I'm going to say is that Cheddar is several pages long. Nice. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, what we can do a little bit if we're going to the Akron is divvy up. Well, actually, there's no treasure to divvy up, really. Uh, I don't know. I'm. F- what do What do I get when I get to level three? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting the leveling. You project. get a lot more hit points, a lot more stamina points. Yeah, that's like another trade or something. That's a level new, three that, is very. But it's way probably get a feat actually. You probably want to be level three rather than level two. Is it really? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well I mean, then, then stop complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Whether, stop being a baby. Are we? Are we done? Wah, 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 wah. No, Steve, not, no. I'm asking, if, if we're not going to level up, then what are we going to do? There, there are things we can do back at the Acheron other than rest up. 
Not a lot, but there's some. Level three is a good level for me. Yeah, we can find out why they took that ship from us. That's what I'm saying, is we at least do some of that stuff, too. Yeah. Well, skills are pain, pain in the ass, though. So Cheddar will get a feat and a mod. So I could have him take Cleave. <laughs> do you guys want to go do the spacewalk? That's true. We have to actually climb back across the cables. That'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was we. It was safe. The way we came over, you flew over. Yeah, we came over on the on the uh, hippocampus, and now it's gone. So we have to walk up the cables to get back. Yep, let's do it. Well, the hippo is connected to the other ship, and I guess it. De- no, you you flew here and. After you landed, there was like a little opening and you actually you actually went into this cave that was pitch black. You're in zero G and then the ship took off. The hippo took off. Uh, but there are attachments to the ship in the uh, Archeron? Yes. Or this asteroid in the Archeron? Yes. There's oh, multiple okay. cables that are attaching oh. the Archeron to the asteroid. So what you'll need to do is... You'll need to actually go outside onto the asteroid, get to the cables, walk up the cables into the Akron. Yeah, so that's since easy. it's zero G, I will tether. Yeah, we just tether to my rope. Yeah, yeah, he can't really climb himself. Oh yeah, this is a good time to use those little jump jet thingies. Can Cheddar pull us that way? Well, that's true. I don't know. Can Cheddar use his jump jets to... We I mean, can only use them like once a minute or something, but he could like get an initial sure. burst to get going and then do a little burst to slow down. That is completely doable. And he, is, he should, as a robot, have perfect aim. Sounds fine. Are you guys all on this plan? We go Love all yep. tether up, though. I, I go back to the Ekron. That's my action. Me too. Okay. So you guys all tether yourselves up. Do you retrace your step or go through one of those portals that leads to the outside of the asteroid? We probably want to retrace our steps because yeah, those retrace. portals were like smooth and we couldn't get any sort of yeah, grip. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, that's that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. You retrace your steps and get to the entrance of where you came in. It is a little daunting as you see the vastness of space and realize... Look down, do not look up, as you will lose your balance and drift out. You realize and see where the ship is and clearly see the tether cables. Good news is they only appear to be a couple hundred feet away, and if you very carefully, very slowly latch onto the asteroid, which has a very small amount of gravity, you can inch your way across to the tether cables. And we do. Yeah, well, let's, let's do it that way. So you go across, you get to the cables. It looks a little scary. I will say you do it slow enough that you don't really need to do checks. And you take the cables. It takes probably a good hour or so for you to do this as you are going very, very slow. And ta-da, you're back in the Acheron. As you pull yourself into the open airlock, or the airlock which you can then open from the outside as the power is still on. Cool. And there's air. Ah, you can breathe again. Hooray! Uh, can you guys do a computer check to see if anybody's been on this ship? 
Like, I think we locked it up or something like that when we left. Is that correct? Yeah, you did your best. I mean, it's there's no, there doesn't look like anything has been, like, modified or changed. And you've only been gone for a few hours. It's yeah. not like you've been gone that long. Okay, well, we get inside the airlocks. Let's see. I'm going to go here, get out of my suit. Charge up all our batteries. Rusty's already in bed. Yep, already in bed. Gone. Well, it's my <laughs> bed. I spent three weeks there. So, well, yeah. he needs his sleep. He's he's yeah. he's going to get some more injections. I think is in his horoscope. So um, the robot is following you, by the way, the whole time. The whole yeah. Oh, actually, robot. we're back oh, in the yeah. ship. I want to check myself out in a mirror. Oh, for about an hour or two. Okay. Well, it's hard for you to see yourself because. You're covered in shadow. Oh, I'm blurred. That's right. Yeah, we have, ah. to get up er- we, uh, we have to get up early and get back to adventuring while I still have this bonus, so we don't lose too much. So we can have it for a few hours tomorrow. Oh, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd like to. I'd like to get on the comm system and try to get a hold of our buddy Geveler Snor and figure out what the hell happened with the ship. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Uh, yeah, we probably don't want to show Rusty. <laughs> All right, so you go back to the you go back to the um, bridge. You try to punch in, I guess, the same coordinates or cell phone numbers last time when you tried to get Nor. Unlike last time, where he picked up instantly, it just sort of rings, and a undead receptionist picks up and says, "Gabalor ignores office. How may I help you?" Uh, can we speak to Gevilar's Knorr? This is the team doing the investigation into the arbitration. Oh, Mr. Knorr is busy today. He has appointments and is booked for the entire day. May I take a message? Well, we have a bit of a situation because the hippocampus seems to have disappeared. Oh, okay. Hold, please. And then you hear, like, you know, elevator music. Like, I thought we were going to get new phone who dis. I'm going to put you on speaker. and She comes back on and she's like, oh, yes, he said, don't worry about it. You're doing a great job and he'll talk to you when you return. Is there anything else I may help you with? He's not worried that his crate got stolen? Yeah, we need a uh, healing serum if we're going to figure this. <laughs> uh, can, can he send like a little uh, Amazon uh, drone of healing serum to us? Uh, we need, uh, we ran out. She says, oh, well, if you'd like to leave a message and we'll see what occurs, uh, you may uh, I'm put you through to his voicemail. Is that okay? Yeah, that would be great. Okay, hold, please. And then you see Nor appear and says, please leave a message after the tone. Beep. Yo, uh, we need healing serum. Um, if you want us to uh, finish this uh, mission, we're going to take a eight-hour breather. By then, I think you uh, ought to be able to get some uh, healing serums. I, I'm thinking, like, maybe six I'll do. Six I'll do. Um That'd be uh, real swell if you could get that to us. Uh, Tuttle, can you think of anything else we need? Put it on our Just to reiterate that your sh- the hippocampus, the ship you gave us, has left without us. I don't know if someone stole it or if you had it on some sort of autopilot to return. 
but we have no ship at the moment, so we need transportation out of here. And while we're at it, uh, Rusty looks like he might be having some sort of reaction to those eoxin serums that you sent out. So we might want to talk about that. Have a chance. We might need a cure for the cure. Don't say it that way. They don't see undead as being sick. <laughs> okay. Uh, cat's out of bag on that one. All right. Okay. You leave the message and yeah, click. You're click disconnected. Okay. Before so... I rest, I'm going to use my resolve to get my stamina back. And do we get more stamina at third level? Yeah. You get more stamina. You get more hit points. You get more of everything. So... How much more stamina do we get? You look it up, man. Clara's going to rest. <laughs> the goblin's going to go tinker. He goes back to his workshop and tinkers. Clara really likes it. She likes looking around the ship and's like, hmm, this is quite nice. She takes one of the rooms and rests and starts cleaning out her rifles and such. And yeah, you guys have a rest for some time to rest and yeah, get better. Good. At least, you know, 24 hours until you run out of your bonuses. So, yeah. And we can recharge our suits. I'm actually going to wear the new suit, the the uh, Mark One suit. Yeah, you actually need to recharge your air, and you can only do that on a spaceship. So there's ports here where you can do that, so you guys can get all your air back and, and your our suits batteries. Back up. Yeah, it basically yeah, it yeah. recharges your batteries, everything. Yep. We're gonna reload our weapons, reload, uh, recharge our batteries, um, get new air. So I'm wearing. Yeah. I'm wearing the Esotech Mark One with the brown force field, and I'm not using the uh, knife uh, quick draw thing anymore. Okay. Hey there, Steven here. Just a quick recap. These boys actually spent quite a bit of time leveling up their characters to level 3, but rather than you listening to them argue for hours at a time, let's just jump to the chase and pick up right where we last left off, only now they're level 3. So last we left off, you guys managed to retreat successfully from the rock and to the Acreon, resting up magically, sleeping, and then waking up at level three. Dun 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 which is the Yeah, which is the big level, because I noticed that everyone is really good at weapons now. And the biggest one is Mo, who was pretty good at weapons, is now an absolute beast. And I don't even like you're plus on your damage is higher than the roll. You have like a plus nine on your hammer, even though it only does like one d eight damage. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. One. Yeah, one d six damage. Yeah. One d six plus nine. Plus yeah. nine. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. I basically took a lot of melee uh, focus, uh, all, all at the same time. Like level three, you get she's uh, a gear boost. You get a feat. Um, you know, a couple other things kick in. So yeah. Um, once I arm myself with the correct weapon, then I'll be a lot more effective. So, well, your uh, unarmed strike is one d three, yeah, plus ten. Plus 10. <laughs> if I just if I smack you around, it's gonna it, it'll mean something. Let me tell you, plus ten. Wow, that was good. Yeah, he's he's, he's and I think I can make now. that lethal. That's lethal damage. I think. Yeah, that's lethal. You yeah. have lethal damage. Yeah, Hiroji gets his trick attack up to one d eight now. Big improvements. Thank you. Speaking of weapons, actually, I've been thinking about it, and I think I figured out how to use those bigger guns that you all seem to be carrying—the long ones. Uh, who has a spare one? They're not using. Uh, uh, there's laser rifles all over the place. Not me. Great. 
I, I think we have multiple ones that I think we I think Clara. I think we gave one to Clara. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is hers. So well, she had a she had a sniper, a laser. I had a laser, and then we took multiple lasers off of people. I thought that was their weapon of choice. So, like the uh, azimuth laser battery, I believe is what it was called. Yeah, I mean, you guys have well, there was the Aztec suit, and you guys had that force field that was depleted. You have static arc pistols. Um, actually, I was going to ask you, uh, Hiroji, did you want to switch out your suit? You were talking about that. Did you actually want to yeah, do that? Yeah, I, I did want to do that. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. I didn't actually do that on my character sheet, but yes, I would like to wear the the, sheet, the suit that I can actually augment, and I would add the uh, force field augment to it. So to answer... Uh... Bob's question, uh, I guess the GM, can you tell us if we have... What's our best available long arm is, is the short answer. Like, I don't know if we have a, a, a kitty where all the loot goes into. Well, it was the ship that flew away. <laughs> You're going to have to look up these. There's an azimuth laser rifle. Yeah, it's the basic. And, I'll, and it's better yeah, than what I have. So no, I'll laser rifle. Rifle. Yeah, I know. It's different. Yeah, oh, okay, Tuttle has that. Well, a, a spare one was what I was looking for. If needed, can I'll take use a rifle. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. He he just took a feat that he can use rifles. I, I have weapon that's specialization that's long point. arms now. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was trying to be cutesy about it. Apparently, yes, he was. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm talking it. about Tuttle. No, Someone I think said I was. I think I was just carrying it. Okay, that's oh, the that's the answer. Okay, so you. But I can't actually. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jason. No, it's just I was carrying it just to spread out the weight, but I, I can't actually use long arms. So. Oh, great. That's right. I can take Ding. that. But uh, does Clara have a better long arm than I do? No. Yeah, Clara has her own thing. Well, great. Let's just swap. I'll take you hers. Can't no, use, no, no, it's no, a sniper no, rifle. You can't, you can't use that. That's a whole other category. Right. Yeah. Okay. Laser rifle azimuth. I'm putting it on my sheet. That's a good weapon. It's way better than my pistol. That you should see. That you see. While we're sharing all our new toys, um, this is a uh, this is a level of great personal growth for Cheddar. He gets the uh, the cleave feet, so he can start nice. the, the uh, beating protocol can now <laughs> hit multiple targets, and he gets uh, the uh, enhanced armor mod, which bumps his armor class up. That is awesome. How me- how much? I uh, think it's a plus two to armor class. Damn, that's great. It's a little harder to hit, and he hits a little harder. I have actually never been missed in this game. I've, every time someone shoots at me, I've been hit every single time. I've well, never. You got your new armor. That'll take care of no, that. I do, my, my, no. You know what his new armor did? His new armor brought his armor Ooh. class down. It might as well. It don't matter. It hit no matter what. Yeah, so no, no. That's okay. It's always a hit. Just run around naked. You don't even. Need <laughs> Just run around naked. You don't yep. need it. It's overrated. Actually, um, get ready for future episodes, because yes, that's going to happen. You're going to run around naked? Uh, you saw Die Hard um, 3? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah good one. I, I, I want to walk around with a placard that says, I hate aliens. I'm be naked. Ha! And I'm have a gun. Yes. <laughs> Finally, you've come along to my side. Wait, you are an alien. You mean <laughs> humans, don't you? Right. Well, anything that's alien to my race is alien. Yes. So human is no good. Yeah. Well, you you as long as you know what the unarmed strike uh, does, then uh, you know 
I will have a laser pistol taped to my back. You wears your placards, you take your chances. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, my weapons, Steve, are now a laser rifle azimuth and the arc pistol, the, the static arc pistol as a backup. Um, if you're going to use that as a backup, I'd like to use that as a primary, but we'll talk. The static arc pistol? Yeah. That's perfectly fine. I'm happy to hand it over to you. I would love the static arc pistol because it's way better than That's that. fine. I hand you a static arc pistol. I accept but that. But you're not charging him anymore? No, not at all. I've, I, You know what? You, I, as I said, you guys waited over me and got me healed for like weeks. I really know I can trust you all now. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, it's if it's been a night, um, what what's our state of health? That's a good point. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. What's our state of health? Does anybody Everyone's have... all healed up. Everyone's all fine. Including Rusty? Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Um, I mean, in theory, you probably really shouldn't. But I can. we could even say that you hang out on here for a few days until you rest up if you want to play it correctly. Just because it always gets weird when you're trying to level up and everything, and I just want it to be clean. Well, but... If we rest all right, you don't. Days, you we don't. lose those boons, or all right, you get lose the boons. Rusty was in bad shape. Well, no, the, Rusty wasn't bad shape. I, it was actually I wasn't cold. in bad shape. I was fine, dude. You were undead, is what you were. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's, yeah, that's a whole but separate. It looks really good. Yeah, well, that's what I'm asking about. I mean, but it looks great. No, we have to worry about that so much. What I worry about is um, Rusty gave me a static arc pistol. Put that on my character sheet, and that's what's in my holster right now. No about that yeah right. no it matters <laughs> oh so does oh we're good we're good we're healed we're good and we're ready to go uh, and by the way i was the one with the first level two weapon it is now you who has the first level two weapon I'm, i never fired it as a full I, charge you know what my my thing is pistols i i only deal with pistols now and in fact i used to deal with pistols and knives knives is getting phased out yeah i, I only did pistols until i thought about it and learned how to use a rifle you learned the way of long arms. I'm just warning you, Bob. The laser pistol, you have a plus four to hit with it, and it does 1d4 plus one. The laser rifle, you have a plus zero to hit with it, and it does 1d8. Just FYI. How? I thought that just went to 10. No. It's a base attack bonus plus dexterity. It's a ranged attack. It's, it's a, I guess you don't have long arms. Well, I do. I point. have weapon specialization long arms. That's what the whole conversation's about. I got the feet at third level as a bonus feat. You got a bonus feed at third level. You, oh, it, yeah, envoys yeah. get weapon specialization as a bonus feed at third level. I can't oh, I see. about that. We all do. I, you just pick the weapon you want. I pick long arm. Oh. Wait, 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 Bob. Yes. Weapon specialization, though. We all get that at third level, no? I'm, I'm, I'm. Like I'm every, a, every, every, every character. I know everything. Every, I have special. No, no. Every, every, every class of character gets a uh, weapon spe- specialization, I thought. Like, to be able to have long arms, you have to take a feat to do that. And you actually are third level, so you can do that. Yeah, that's what he said. He well, did. let me read it. You gain the weapon specialization feat as a bonus feat for each weapon type with which this class... Ah, grants you proficiency. I have to yeah. take weapon proficiency first. You're right. Right. Yeah, every, every, every class mm-hmm. in this game uh, gets that plus one to hit. With the stuff that they're proficient with? Right. Whatever you already know how to use, you're just yeah, better at it. Well, screw it then. Give me the gun back. There it is. Um, Man, I'm sorry. That's like well, the third thing I've read wrong on this level. It's terrible. Well, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. That was, no, 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 no. Chris, we're not, we're not doing that at all. 
Well, why don't you just take proficiency in long arms? That's no, perfect. I don't no, have no, a feed no. for that. I don't have a We had this conversation last but time. Wait, no. No, 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 no. Just saying, give him no, back. Yeah. Just, I, yeah, I didn't even. I'm not I didn't saying even your character. I'm no, saying no, to no, the player, hand it back. Well, Rusty, Rusty, you you get <laughs> you get a feat though for this level. What did you take? No, uh, that that didn't happen. So you took something else. Don't worry about it. It's way better. Wait, did you take something else as of your feat? Of course I did. Yes. Yeah, he got a feat and he got we- weapon specialization, which I misunderstood. That's my fault. To get the long arms, he'd have to use both of those just to use the gun, and he'd lose whatever. I'm very happy with my right. giving this back, but yeah, you, you already gave it back, Chris, because I never gave it to you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, it was I, a dream. I, it was a dream. I could live with that. You wake, you wake up, up. You wake up. You're like, whoa! Wait a minute. What's? It was in my hand a second ago. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, oh! I had, I had this, and I had that gun, and I had these grenades, and yeah. you were there, and you were there, and Toto, and oh, oh it's, no. it was no. The only dream that's more realistic is the spider dream. That's the only dream. All right. If everyone's ready, does everyone have all their stuff? Not really. I'm missing a pistol. Uh, yes. Well, there's some good news for you, Mr. Hiroji. Okay, I'm ready for good news. Torsa comes running in and looks at you and is like, Oh, Hiroji, you you have honored us, and I wish to give you something from Zeke, who would have wanted you to have this. Hiroji has honored you? Uh, yes, Hiroji. Hiroji is great. We must finish the triumphant. So we have spent lots of time last night making something for Mr. Hiroji. I understand this. From afar, you could, you you do appreciate my skills. Often, I'm in the background and not notice. Often. Yes, yes. Much like goblins, you remind me a lot of my brother. So I have made this for you. And he pulls out this like nasty looking sack. And then you look (laughs) at it and you realize the sack is made out of the skin of Zeke. And you and it's still like dripping a little. And he hands it to you. He says, (laughs) I spent all night making you your favorite weapon. And he pulls out and he opens it up. And inside you see all these circles that are kind of pulsating and they appear to also be made out of goblin skin and pieces of goblin and metal and he's like i made you goblin grenades just for you hiroji just take one squeeze it and throw that's how that works i accept this with great honor i love grenades more than anyone else knows you are a great craftsman. Yes. And I appreciate this gift. I accept it. That is why I made them. There are 10 grenades in total. I just warn you, they yes. can do anything. They can turn you into a butterfly. They can kill your enemy. They can heal your enemy. Who knows? Very powerful. Very mysterious. Use them for fun at parties or in combat. Although you might die if you do that. Oh, I will very much use them in combat. I love grenades, although I'm not really good at throwing them, but I will use them well. Thank you. And I'm sorry for your loss once again. 
Oh no, you now carry Zeke with you. All grenades and sack made from Zeke. You mm. will honor him by blowing him up. It's a circle of life. Excellent. What if I produce one of these now and I actually clutch one and I clutch it and I throw it? Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I really do. <laughs> Where you try to do a, there's a goblin grenade on there, try to throw in and hit something. I'm going to try and throw it about 20 feet away from me. Out of character, I think Steve is doing this because I've been refusing to push the button and he wants to embrace the weirdness. <laughs> I love weird. I love that he's actually doing this. This is actually really smart. <laughs> blows a hole in the side of the ship. We all get sucked into space. Uh, I'm throwing I'm throwing it there. 20. Uh, down the hull. I mean, this is a pretty sturdy ship. You successfully hit the 20 feet away. Roll a 1d100. Rolls a 14 for a 12. He gets a minus My 2. Pleasure. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not proficient. I get Even at level work. three. Even at level three. I, He's getting I, a little bad. I, I, I have dexterity and a BAB, but I'm minus four, I think, for uh, being not proficient. Yeah, you're still minus four. Uh-oh. 86. That's actually pretty good. So when you hit the grenade, it seems to explode in a fiery plasma burst. It looked like wow. it was lava. So, like, actually, let's say it would have done some serious damage to some Can guy. he roll for damage? Bug. Just to see? Sure, I can roll a uh, 1d8. Nice. Good for AoE. Yeah, six. And uh, and things are now a little bit on fire. Ah. I'm like, ah. Fires are not good in space, good, dude. It's okay. We got this contained. He's like, ah, uh, and uh, Torso's like, he, 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 is like, yes, yes, the gods are pleased. Zerk love fireworks. Fire, fire. Goblin's best friend. Torso, you are an honorable goblin. I've never met one before, but you are one. And I appreciate this gift. And uh, I will use them all quickly because I don't like to have nasty dead skin in my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. After you're done, make sure you wear it as hat. Uh, I will do that with the alumini, alum, aluminum foil. Yes. Because it was made from Taurus's head. And sure enough, you can see, like, it looks like it's uh, and everything. Oh, terrific. Wow. Mo's looking around. Oh, what's all this racket going on out here? Oh, yeah, we, we, got some, we, got, we, we got some stuff. All right. Taurus, Actually, Mo's feet have never really worked for me. Could you make some mechanical ones and put his off to replace them? Wait, wait, uh, what? Sure. What? No, 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 that. no, 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 no. We like well, Mo's well, feet but, just like they are. I would think tail augmentation would be the way to go. Well, let's let let's think about it. Like, we'll stick a pin in it for now, but let's yeah. let's work out some schematics. Oh, we can give you tank-like treads. You can run around like like Cheddar. That would be fun. You can roll over enemies that like battle be tags. Awesome. Yeah, you have your cyborg laugh. moment with uh, Rusty over there. He'll be he's lab rap number one. So you guys ready to go? I'm ready to roll. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. lose my boon here. We we got well, some boons uh, from this last uh I'm in the command ship. All right, last last up also you guys found those crazy loot boxes of wonder, the lesser loot boxes. And let's see. Rusty opens his up, and now he's in shadow, and it's 20% concealment against all attacks. 
He only has a few hours left. Mo has resistance against energy type attacks, acid, cold, fire, and electricity. And finally, Tuttle popped his open and some weird navy blue portal appeared uh, on the rock. And that's all you know. Yeah, we want to get there. And Hiroji uh, kept his. Yeah. Yes, I did. All right. Well, we only did want to sleep for eight hours so that we could get some of that uh, use of that portal. I don't know how you guys feel. I, I think that's a beneficial thing. I think it'd be a horrific death, but you know what? Hiroji don't give a F. He's going to want to. He's going to want to be chaotic and party. But let's set the ship on course to where we need to go first, right? Wait, what? Well, no. Wait, no, we're not. We're here where we we're, we're at. Here. We're, we're going yeah. back to the rock. Yeah, we're, we're fine. arrived. Yeah, we got to finish the, uh, the, oh, the but, asteroid. But, but, but I, I, I need my ship that ran away. Yeah. Well, we'll, get yeah. well what, could you point what direction it went in? I, then I, we'll still, go there. I still can't get over that. I still am thinking about that. I'm yeah. still, they, 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 I want to get maximum thrusters, yeah. maximum thrusters in that direction, whatever it is. I need to get that ship. They snookered oh, us. Should we, try, should we try calling uh, Gevler's Knorr again? Because remember, yes. he didn't answer our, fa- our call yeah. when we yes. last night. Let's call him again. Go ahead. Anyone with charisma, that sure That's me. No. Oh, me. that would be me. What is it you need? Uh, we need to ch- call Gevler's Knorr and try to arrange some transportation out of here. Because for when we're done, or do you mean right? Yeah, for yeah. when we're done. No, oh, okay. not right now. Great. I'll give him a call. I'll give him a call. And don't forget our goods. They took the ship with uh, all those. And to let her know his crate is missing. Yeah, the you bad know, news. I, I bet. I bet that MFR um, brought that crate back to himself. He probably oh, he totally did, did that. Yeah. And, that, and we're that, gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a little conversation about that. Oh, he, that's his anyway. You guys were gonna give it to him anyway for some yeah, unknown but you reason. Know what? Like uh, for reasons unknown, you were gonna give him that crate. So, well, that's no, it's uh, reasons like you give the crate, get, you get the money. There's our the reason. Crate, you get the yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get. And it. If, if we get, he gets no, the. We're crate. getting the money. Oh, that's no, no. We're getting. <laughs> well, yeah. the there's no discussion right. about that. We're getting the money. That's going to happen. <laughs> it's, 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 all the husks, it's all the husks that we put. We, we stocked that ship with all those uh, stupid doggy uh, cocoons, and uh, those were worth uh, some cash. Yeah, so. no shit. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. loaded with our shit. We need yeah. money. I need my money. Uh, yeah, if uh, Rusty or uh, Tuttle want to have that conversation, I have no problem with it. They might have a conversation. I'm not sure. Uh, I will. I will contact him. I send him a message. Okay, you're just sending him a message. What does it say? Well, I am sending a charming message. I'm giving him a call. All right. You. Yeah, it might be a, like a misunderstanding or something. You know, phrase it. In that you you guys want to ride home? I'm going to ask him for ride home. If there's another conversation you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like you know, mention like, oh, well, you know, somehow something went wrong with our ship, and you know. It, it it flew off and like maybe it's a malfunction. I I don't know, but okay. I call him if he wants to. Okay, you go on the bridge. You do the calling once again to try to get to the station. Once again, you get the secretary and says, "Yaxine Assembly, how may I direct your call?" Yes, I'd love to talk to my brother. I mean, I'm sorry, my my uh, contact, the Yoxian who gave us this mission, whose name currently escapes me. We have many of them. Who are you trying to reach exactly? I have to look it up, don't I? God damn it. I could have done that before. We that started. would be Gevilar Sknor. Yes, Gevilar Sknor, that's who it is. Gevilar Sknor, uh, please hold. 
The undead have elevator music. The, they have the man from Ipanema. Tall and ten and that and that. The girl from Ipanema is. He's not answering the phone right now. Would you like to leave a message? I would. I just want to. Can I get his voicemail? I'd really appreciate it. Uh, sure. Hold on. Hello. This is Gavilos Noor. Please leave a message after the tone. In the meantime, enjoy some smooth jazz. Uh, Noor, uh, yes, hi, this is this is Rusty Carter. If you'll recall, I'm the leader and commander of the party you sent to ah. uh, examine that rock. Uh, somebody seems to have horribly, rudely stolen our that little ship you gave us, so we were wondering at the end of our mission if you could arrange for a pickup. Uh, we're not there yet. Also... I appear to be turning purple, but let's talk about that a little later. That's fine. So, okay. Uh, if you could get back to us, we'd appreciate it. Thanks. Excellent. Okie dokie. You leave the message and um, he can contact you. He has his ways. And you still have a little camera following you, don't forget. Cambot. Yeah. yeah I know. Cambot's our we, friend. It's up to Tuttle or no, Rusty or, or whoever I mean, wants to do it. Or, or if th- this isn't urgent yet, I suppose we could just get back to the clearing the clearing the rock yeah that's true we have business to do and business is good i mean he knows we're looking for him so i mean what more do we have to do we have to get out of here now no there was no, that one room that we had that one door oh, that we shit. hadn't investigated right, let's do it let's go back we're going back to finish right. the dungeon yeah let's, let's go. go back all right uh, i am got my new suit i got my new force field which is terrible <laughs> it's a dr1 Hey, you might as well save that one point of damage. Cause oh, I, I know, because I get hit every time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's one less. It's one less. The dreary brown force field. I don't I, I don't think I've ever been missed because of my armor. Ever. Hey, everyone. Steve here. Oh, boy. It's starting to get exciting. They're almost done. They only have a room or two left. And then they're actually going to be done with book one of Dead Sons. I think it's actually going to go much quicker after this. The book one I felt was kind of intense. A lot of new rules. It was just a lot going on in book one. But I think they get a little bit more straightforward and get a little more linear and a little easier to manage afterwards. I will say that when we start book two, which will be pretty soon, assuming everyone lives... We have some big surprises ready for you on the very first season two slash book two episode. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome for you guys. Lots of new news, lots of new guests, lots of new stuff. Also, I wanted to thank Thirsty for writing the loot box of wonder for us. He did a great job. Thirsty is a big video game player, so it didn't really surprise me when he did a loot box. So this week, for our GM tips, I wanted to talk about why adding randomness is a good thing. So one of the things is that most PCs plan their PCs from level 1 to level 20, and they just plan everything that's going to happen, every skill they're going to take, every ability, every trade, everything. And you know what? Real life just doesn't work that way. You know, things will happen, both good and bad. And I feel that that really should be represented in a role-playing game. 
Now, you get magic items, which are really an extension of a PC in a lot of ways, but they don't really change the PCs in any fundamental way. All they do is really augment them. What I like to do is actually change them, and change them in permanent ways that are unique. You're probably starting to see a theme here that I like this concept of sort of changing PCs and making them change and modify. And I'll tell you why. It makes it fun, it makes it interesting, it keeps the PCs on their toes, and quite frankly, they go in directions they didn't expect. Already in this show, you can see what happened. We have Cheddar, who went from a normal combat bot into this goblin combat monstrosity. We have Rusty, who's slowly turning undead. And this is only book one. I hate to see what these guys are going to be like by the end. It's going to be pretty nuts. But it's going to be an epic story, and that's what makes it memorable. Hence, I really like these type of magic items that change characters permanently. However, there's a catch. The big catch is, as a GM, you cannot do this to the PC without either A, their consent, or B, give them the option to do it. That is the really important part. If you're just going to change a PC because you feel like it, you are going to be in for a big fight, and it's not going to end pretty. I've gone down that road. Trust me, don't do it. Just don't do it. So with that, how do you do that? How do you introduce this randomness? Simple. Magic items. In Dungeons & Dragons, they came out with the deck of many things. Way back in 1975, it was one of the most iconic magic items. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a deck. It has 18 cards, and you have to announce how many cards you're going to pick. One through four, I believe it was. And you have to pick that many cards. And these cards can do crazy things. They can change your alignment. You can give a permanent penalty on all your saving throws. It could lower your intelligence permanently. It could grant you wishes. It can increase your ability scores. It can increase your levels. Or it could just destroy you utterly, lost forever. It was really, really random. But I tell you, it sure made for a lot of fun. Eventually, Paizo sort of picked up on that, and they had the Harrow deck of many things. That had 54 cards in it. And I had my guys pick from it all the time. And that thing is all over the place. Like, really all over the place. It's a little unwieldy, in fact. They had things like, your PC was always considered flanked no matter what, so they always had a, they always had a minus two, or the monster had a plus two when attacking it. You can become a werebear. That's right, like a werewolf, only a werebear. You can get a permanent speed increase. At night, you are one level lower. Another one, your body disintegrates. Another one, you married a genie. Another one, you grew in size. As I said, they were all over the place with this thing. I would tell you to look it up. It is awesome. However, the problem with the deck of many things and the Harrow deck of many things is it was a little bit too out there and a little too random. I kind of like to make them not quite so crazy because when they're that crazy, it can actually make your game hard to manage. So I sort of like to keep them a little bit more manageable. Eventually, Paizo came out with something called Numerian Fluid. Numerian Fluid was introduced in the Iron Gods campaign it was like a mini deck of many things. You would drink it, and each time you drank it, something crazy would happen. I really thought this table was excellent. There were negatives, and some of them were real negative, but the positives are really good. And there was also just a lot of things in there just for fun. Didn't really affect your character too much. 
but enough to give it flavor. And in our Iron Gods campaign, Jason actually had his character drinking the Numerian fluid as a sign from Gorum and his god, and he would drink it every single time his character would level up. And let me tell you, that was epic. One time he rolled an 82. By the way, low numbers are bad and high numbers are good usually on these tables. He rolled an 82 and he grew armor. That's right, his actually grew armor on his body. He lost a little bit of dexterity, but he had a new permanent armor increase. Another time he rolled a 2. That's right, a 2. If you roll a 1, you disintegrate and are utterly destroyed. He missed that by 1. And then after you roll the two, you have to roll the d4 and you lose one of your senses permanently, gone forever. It could have been hearing, sight, smell, or taste. If he lost hearing or sight, that could have been really difficult to play with. Luckily, he only lost a sense of taste, which actually came in handy, believe it or not, quite a bit. Finally, he once rolled a natural 100. How good is Numerian fluid table? Well, after you roll a 100, there's a sub-table where you roll a 1d10. A 1 basically made you immortal, but a 2 I felt was actually the very best thing in the entire game, and Jason rolled it. That's right. He rolled pretty much the second worst thing in the game and the best thing in the game, all with the same character. When you do that, you become a mutant. He had a plus four to his strength, a plus four to his wisdom, a minus two to his dexterity, a minus two to his charisma. He got some deformities, he got some mutations. By the end, he was a war priest with a 26 strength. He basically was Bane from Batman. It was fantastic. And he was carrying around a plus one chainsaw on top of it. Now that is a character you can remember. And Jason loved it, and we loved it, and that is why you add randomness to these games. Because you know what? You need a little bit of randomness. Hence why I asked Thirsty to create the loot box of wonder. I wanted everyone to have the ability to add randomness to their Starfinder games. Now the loot box is a little kinder though than those other ones we were talking about. There's not really too many negative effects, mostly positive. I probably wouldn't give it out to your players too often as it might become a crutch, but it's fun to throw in there. Also, it's really easy to change the tables up. If you want to make it more negative, go right ahead. I wouldn't really make it much more positive. I think this is about this high positive you want to go. I would, if anything, bring the levels down. And one thing I was fooling around with was coming up with a defective loot box, where you'd almost roll a table, and on a 1d10, and on a 1, you accidentally open up a defective loot box and bad things happen to you. And a 2 through 10, you open up a good one. But that's really getting deep. I don't know if I want to do that. But you can sort of see where I'm going with all this. Again, it's really good to add randomness to your PCs. Let them choose the time and place they want to do it. In this episode, three of them chose to do it. But then Chris, who really loves these things, I was kind of stunned he didn't do it decided to save it. And that's cool, and that's fine, and that's okay. He can do it whenever he feels he wants to do it. But the point is, he gets to decide. So when it occurs, good or bad, it's his decision and not mine. However, I am going to keep giving them the tools to their own destruction. I'm going to keep giving them random stuff and see what happens. So next, we have our $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. That's right, we're giving away another $100 Amazon gift card. 
All you need to do is review the show on iTunes or Stitcher or Facebook and send us your name to contest at rollforcombat.com and you're entered. And that's it. And if I call your name, you win. So this week, the winner is Lenny Payne, who put a review on Stitcher. So Lenny, just contact me and you will get your gift card. So once again, do check out the free PDF. Let me know what you think. We're going to actually probably come out with a few more of those. I have a few more surprises coming up throughout the year. So this will be the first of many. And they'll probably all be free. I don't know why we would charge for them. As I feel they're gifts to you guys for just listening to us and checking us out and supporting us. So don't forget, make sure you check us out on the Discord channel. Where you can get the Loot Box of Wonder PDF. In addition, you can see all the images and read everything about the show and chat with all the nice people who like Roll for Combat. In addition, we play some Starfinder Society on there. Make sure you also check us out on Facebook, like us on Twitter, check us out on YouTube if that's your style. And something else I wanted to mention is, is that we are looking to go to PaizoCon. And right now it looks like they're scheduled to maybe all of us are going to go. That's right, we're still working out the details, but it looks like all of us are probably going to go to PaizoCon this year. In which case, I'm going to set up some talks, set up some games. If you guys are going, let me know. Probably bring some t-shirts, bring some hats. Who knows? But I'm going to make sure everyone has fun while we're there. As usual, if you have any questions or comments, you can write us here at RollForCombat.com or just hit us up on the Discord. I'm on there pretty much all the time. Otherwise, I hope you guys have a good week, and I'll talk to you later. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that a Technomancer is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to.